0: This is Chris Fetters of Dogman.com, and uh, again, emergency podcast. You know, I feel like I should have a blaring siren or something for emergency, 9-11. It's 11 uh, It's a crazy time when uh, whenever we get the big woof, and then there's a, uh, a commitment right after. And today, Saturday afternoon, uh, Washington got another big-time defensive back, four-star defensive back Jacoby Covington from Saguaro High School in Scottsdale, Arizona has verbally committed to Washington and I've got Scott Eklund on the phone our uh, Dogman Recruiting Analyst and Scott, tell me a little bit about Jacoby Covington
1: Well, Jacoby Covington's a big corner prospect he's out of Saguaro, like you mentioned Uh, people should be familiar with that that's the same place that Uh, Byron Murphy played at, and a kid by the name of Keely Ringo, the number one corner, I think, in the entire country is based out of him. Washington actually uh, was in his recruitment for a little while, but kind of fell off when things started to go kind of more national and things like that, but um you know Covington is a very talented player big corner very physical could play safety if you need him to but I think he really wants to play some corner and I think uh, that's where he's going to be when he comes to the University of Washington I don't have his height and weight in front of me but I believe it was something like 6'1 or 6'2 do you have it in front of
0: you Chris yeah he's listed by 24 7 at 6 foot 1 193 pounds
1: yeah, six one and about one ninety, 190, one ninety five, somewhere in that range. You said one ninety three. So a uh, big physical corner prospect, uh, will be able to play um you know, be able to play in the in zone and read zone really well and and um can play some man to man, come up and do bump and run and things like that. He's he's the full package as far as a physical standpoint is concerned.
0: Right. And uh, he took official visits to Washington and Oklahoma. So we assume those guys were the two finalists. And then he had a number of other uh, really good scholarship offers. Listening to or, or reading what twenty four seven recruiting analyst Blair Angulo uh, had put out in his conversation, just in terms of the breaking news on the commitment, sure sounds like uh, Covington is being brought in as kind of an all purpose defensive back. You've talked about corner, but it also talks about sounds like Jimmy Lake likes him at safety and also that slot corner that nickel roll as well so again it looks like we're talking about one of those guys that that jimmy lake loves with those long levers who can kind of pretty much play everywhere
1: yeah, he can. And I think that's one of the things that one of the philosophies that Jimmy Lake brought in once he got to the University of Washington. What is it? Six years ago now. It's hard to believe we're entering six, year number six. So I guess it was a little over five years ago. But uh, anyway, he uh, you know has really installed this this long guys on the outside, big physical guys that can be physical with receivers. I mean, that's one of the reasons why Washington has been able to dominate Washington State, a prolific offense that, Befuddles everybody seemingly but washington has been able to handle it relatively easily and it's because of the way They've been able to be physical with those receivers get them off their routes I think that's something that washington really takes pride in in the way they they play uh, man-to-man and also um, Their zone defense guys come in their their zone and they reroute them and things like that so um, you know, Covington's got just that skill set that's perfect for what Washington is looking to do. And and he's a talented kid. He comes in with aggressive uh, style of play. And Uh, You mentioned that Washington and Oklahoma were kind of the finalists. Well, Oklahoma was widely considered the leader, and then Washington comes in and offers, and that was an offer he wanted. He takes an official visit up to Washington, and everything flipped Washington's way at that point. I think a lot of crystal ball predictions came in for him. I think a lot of uh, people started to say, yeah, Washington really made a move on this kid. It just goes to show you that any time that Jimmy Lake targets a guy, other schools really start to get worried. Because when Jimmy Lake and Will Harris come in on a guy and say, we want you, Washington's going to have a better-than-fighting chance of getting him.
0: Right. And and obviously, I mean, you look at him, like you said, four-star guy. Saguaro High School should ring a bell for Husky fans because that's where Byron Murphy is from. So, again, the connections, Jimmy Lake getting guys and not just getting – one guy in one class, but he's looking down the road and he's getting other guys from that same high school class. So that's obviously something that's got to get you excited if you're a Washington fan. And again, like you said, I mean, Oklahoma was right there in the mix as a finalist. But, I mean, he had a lot of different offers from a lot of schools, Scott. And, um, you know, four stars. I mean, Washington fans are obviously going to be really high on that. What I'm kind of curious, though, is that you know you've got some committed kids now? Jimmy Lake and Will and Will Harris uh, are starting to kind of bring in more of those guys that we've seen the last couple classes. You know James Smith now, St. John Bosco now, Jacoby Covington. Where does this leave like the Lawndale kids, for instance, Mikel um, Elijah Jackson, Aiden Hector from Eastside Catholic? I think a lot of people are going to wonder now. With Jacoby Covington in the fold for Washington, those rides are starting to get a little tighter at the defensive back spot.
1: Absolutely, and and you know Elijah Jackson is expected to make a decision later in the day uh, today. So you know Washington could wind up with two more um, uh, commits in the secondary uh, today alone, and you know we've projected for a while it could be 3 it could be 4 and we're 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 kind of leaning more toward 4 at this point but gosh i mean this could mean that um you know we're looking at possibly a 5th or a guy like Aiden Hector, who wants to wait until midway through the season, maybe late September, early October, he might have to speed up his timeline. And if that's the case, I don't know if he's ready to do that. And because it's really down to Washington and Stanford from everything I've heard. So at this point, uh, you know, I I guess the way it looks, at least at this point, um, it looks like, you know, Washington could get Covington. And, well, has already gotten Covington, but could get Covington and Elijah Jackson today. And I think Ms. Kella Steen has been a heavy lean to the University of Washington for a while now. And if that's the case, then that could be your fourth guy. And I think he's going to make a decision by the end of the month. So um, we could be com- looking at a completely full secondary class for the University of Washington before the end of uh, August. And that's pretty crazy
2: Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
0: Well, and again, just digging into your crystal ball, and I'm not going to ask you for individual predictions because we see those on Dogman and 24-7 when the recruiting guys put their predictions out. But in terms of an overall number of defensive backs for the 2020 class, are we sticking with four, or is this a situation where if Jimmy Lake... And Will Harris feel so good about all of these guys? Is there room? Can they take them all?
1: Well, you know,
0: when it's a guy like Aiden Hector,
1: a local kid, four star, and a guy they offered very early, and they wanted, they obviously wanted, and they still are recruiting him very heavily. It wouldn't surprise me if they figure out a way to make room for him. But at this point, I'm sticking with four. That's where my projection's going.
0: Okay. Well, fantastic. Do we? Is there anything else that we need to tell people about Jacoby Covington? what they should expect from him when he steps on the field in 2020. Is there anything else that uh, we can let Washington fans know about Jacoby Covington? Uh, You know, really, I I think the only thing, the only thing that really
1: people need to be aware of is that Jacoby Covington had some academic work that he had to get done. And um, I think that's why some schools weren't completely after him as hard as maybe they would have been because he's a very talented kid. Um, from everything that I'm aware of, Washington has done their due diligence and, and think that um, it's obvious that they think that they that he's done enough work to where they were going to pursue him hard and bring him into the class. And and, you know, they we've said this for a while. It, it happened under Steve Sarkisian. It happens under Chris Peterson. As soon as a guy commits to the University of Washington, they envelop him not just in the Husky love, but also in, hey, this is what you need to get done. How can we help you? What can we help you with? Obviously, from a legal standpoint, you, there's only so much they can do, but maybe they can get them set up with tutors. Maybe the, maybe, you know, I, I don't know. There's just a ton of different things that the school can help kids with that is legal um, and help that help get them qualified uh, because no one wants to see a kid who's very talented, but also has a bright future as long as he can get his academics in order. And sometimes kids make mistakes when they're freshmen and sophomores, and then they've kind of really turned on that switch, but they're, they're really making up for the first two years where they didn't do very well. So, um, you know, I think a lot of people want to do everything they can to help these kids get in, out, you know, right out of the chute. And so I think a lot of that's just that, going to depend on um, with him and his, and his academic side is just making sure that I, I think Washington really wanted to make sure that he was a guy who was who was going to be able to um, get in. And, and I think once they figured that out, that's when they started to pursue him pretty hard.
0: Yeah, it's a great point, Scott. And, and really, you kind of hit the nail on the head in terms of, you know, the, the quicker you can get in a, a commitment like a Covington who might have either clearinghouse issues or – you know, needs to get a test score or needs to get his grades bumped a little bit. This is a situation where the earlier the school gets involved, it means they stay involved. They stay involved with the counselors. They stay involved with the teachers. They they get they 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 monitor this thing like crazy. You know, they're getting constant updates to find out how things are going. So yeah, within the NCAA bylaws, who knows what they can actually do in terms of tutoring or these kinds of things. But they can certainly offer advice to the family to try to see if they need outside work and those kinds of things. There, there's all sorts of support that the staff can now provide once they're fully invested, and and, and there's a two-way street in terms of this commitment, right? So you, you've got that going on, and then also, you know, as you said, I mean, you you get him in the fold. This is a kid that talked about getting it done October first in terms of making his commitment known. Now you've really ramped up that timeline, and this could be a really big part of it as to why he decided to go as early as he did.
1: Yeah, and I said a while ago that I thought this wouldn't go into October, and apparently he it sped up for him because I, I believe that Washington said, hey, you better get in the boat. There aren't going to be a lot of spots left, so... Uh, we'll just have to see how it all kind of works out. It's really kind of interesting and it's it's interesting the way Washington is gonna have to play this because um, they've got well right now they've got four guys for three spots and pretty soon now they have uh, you know at one point they had four guys for three spots now they have three guys for two spots. So how are they gonna juggle this? are they going to come up with that fifth spot? I, I think it's going to be pretty interesting to watch how how it all kind of plays out.
0: Well, there's no doubt that that adds credence to kind of the musical chairs theory in terms of, you know, Washington probably has these guys on the horn and they're telling them, hey, we've got so many spots. There's one more guy than there's spots. First come, first serve. Let's get going. And, you know, once once the first guy goes, like you said, you know, if, if Covington goes, maybe a guy like an Elijah Jackson sees that and now he jumps in the boat later tonight saturday night you just you never know how these things work out or maybe he waits there you know maybe he decides okay this is going too fast maybe i need to take some time away sort some things out and and figure out if washington is still my number one choice and if it is there's no time no time to wait so there's a lot of things still going on with this stuff but obviously the most important thing for washington fans to know right now is they got a four-star defensive back, a stud, in Jacoby Covington from Saguaro High School in Scottsdale, Arizona. And right now, with that commitment, there could be other dominoes that could fall, and they could fall as early as tonight. So I'm going to wrap it up right here for Scott Eklund, Dogman.com's recruiting analyst. My name is Chris Fetters. Go (laughs) dogs.